Today's passage, our first reading is from Acts, and it mentions six of the people who collaborated with Paul in carrying out his mission. Silas and Timothy, who we've heard about a lot about, but it inter- this passage introduces four more. Aquila, Priscilla, Titus, and Crispus. And we're going to think and spend a lot of time with Priscilla. More formally, her name is Prissa. And Aquila were among Paul's closest companions. They're mentioned six times in the New Testament in four different books of the Bible. Today, therefore, is a good day to explore the role of the laity in the administration of the church. It's something that we talk about when the priests aren't around, or the priests talk about when the lay people aren't around, but let's try to have a conversation when we're both in the room. We often think, erroneously, that the first century Roman Empire was a time of stability and great peace. We think the Roman Empire was organized, there was Pax Romana. No, it was a very unstable time. And in these early years of Christianity, the ground was shifting underneath the people of the Roman Empire quite a bit. As Paul crisscrossed the eastern half of Europe, things were changing rapidly, especially in the relationship between Romans and Jews. In the year 49, we think that some or all of the Jews were expelled from the city of Rome by the Emperor Claudius. We think it was the year 49. And whatever happened, Aquila and Priscilla were two of the Roman Jews who were forced to leave. How fortunate for us. When Paul came to Corinth, he decided that the way he was going to base his ministry there was to work with the artisan community. He would work as a leather tent maker, as he was skilled in doing, and start by working with the other people in that guild, that that community, to start spreading the gospel. And apparently shortly before he arrived were two other leather tent makers named Aquila and Priscilla. They were essential in his ministry, teaching other people about Christianity, including Apollos, who went on to be one of the great evangelizers of the century. Perhaps they were the ones who offered their home to the early Christians for worship. They apparently went to trial with Paul, and then they traveled to other cities as his advanced team. And when Paul was going to be going to Rome, he mentions in the letter to the Romans to say hi to Prissa and Aquila because there they were again. Today, we often ask what non-ordained people should do and can do in helping to organize the church. A lot of times there are lay people who want to do more and the priests say, no, you can't. And there are other times where maybe people are overstepping their boundaries and we, we are still struggling with this. Before Vatican II, it was simple. If you were a lay person, you were considered one of the sheep. You had three jobs, pray, pay, and obey. It doesn't work that way anymore. Vatican II makes that very clear. Read Lumen Gentium very much about how there is the priesthood of all believers. We are all called to be priests within this community in some way. 
Aquila and Priscilla gave so much for the spreading of the gospel. But they made great sacrifices too. What can we do to help today? Some people go back to school and get advanced degrees in theology. And then parishes don't hire them because they can't afford to pay them. And so, yeah, there are parishes that have these wonderful lay people who teach theology. And you find them in wealthy suburbs and nowhere else. Other people want to volunteer and teach, but they don't have the theological background. And so they need to be supervised so much that it's not as if they're really helping as much as they could. Sometimes they want to be spiritual formators, but they haven't gotten a spiritual direction certificate. Or something we don't say a lot is the church is scared to incur the liability. I've been trained for seven years. They've scoped me out pretty clearly, and they've decided that they're going to take a risk. And if I do anything stupid, they'll pay for the damages I cause, and they'll pay for me for life, even if I don't work. Lay people, it doesn't work that way. It's not pray, pay, and obey. And the lay people have so much to offer. Let us continue to talk about the gifts we have and have an honest dialogue and a back and forth. And let us all give and recognize our gifts and find new ways to spread the gospel together as a team, not as adversaries. And most of all, Let us pray for the guidance of the Holy Spirit. With her, all things are possible.